Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. New York City energy. Still here. Here for three days this week. Great to be hanging out with Pretty Daddy. We hit the town last night. We went out. We went to a a fancy, schmancy place. We will talk about Pretty Daddy out on the town. Two Monday Night Football games. We're going to lead off with Bengals saving their season in a second. But don't worry, Eagles fans. We will not miss out on the chance to celebrate how good you looked. Although, I still think some warning signs... For Philadelphia, I know you dominated. The defense was extraordinary. There's a lot to like. And do worry, Bucks fans, we didn't miss the fact that you played and that Baker Mayfield came back to earth a little bit. We've got NFL power rankings at the end of this hour. We've got Houston Nutt, Coach Nutt, visit with us about a really, really packed college football weekend a few days ago and what it means and where we're going, including some Colorado drama that continues. The story, the gift that keeps on giving. We'll do buy or sell toward the end of the show, and we'll do a hoopier than thou, Damian Lillard. Look, Bengals won an ugly game yesterday, 1916. True. Joe Burrow was, not looked like, with this calf injury, was and still is a shell of himself. True. Maybe, maybe he shouldn't have been out there. There's a legitimate argument to make that Burrow should not have played that game. And it was the defense that won that game. Picked off Stafford twice. Sacked him a handful of times. The D looked really good. But here's the reality. Here's the fact of the matter. The Bengals won and they saved their season. It's not over. I understand that. We're three games in. But there is such a difference. There is such a gulf between being 0-3 and 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 1-2. And I've thrown this stat at you a lot over the course of the last week as we had looked forward to and then assessed the 0-2 teams over the weekend in the NFL trying to avoid going 0-3. The fact remains, in the modern era, only four, one, two, three, four, quattro, four, not very many teams, four, have made the playoffs after starting 0-3. And I know, I know, there's an extra game now. There's 17, not 16 games, and there's not a really big sample size of teams starting 0-3 and getting there. But the math more or less holds. You go 0-3, you're not going to get it done. You're just not. If there's an exception to the rule, it would be a team like the Vikings. And I'm out on the Vikings. I don't think they're very good. I don't think Kirk Cousins is very good. Okay, I could be wrong. But that division 
is 100% there for the taking. And beyond that, the NFC is just not very strong. You're not going to go 0-3 in the AFC and battle your way back. And you're not going to go 0-3 in the AFC North and likely battle your way back. There's a long road to go for Cincinnati. Every team in that division that's not the Bengals is 2-1. and one. And they all look a little better than advertised other than the Ravens. Steelers look better than advertised. The Browns, and I'm not a big Deshaun Watson guy. We've discussed it. But he looked, I thought, sharp and getting sharper. The Browns look pretty good. Cincinnati had to win that football game. Had to do it. And I don't know if it was a mistake or not a mistake for Joe Burrow to be on the field. He, he did not play well. He looks awful. But Zach Taylor, the head coach, I think properly summed up more eloquently than I'm going to that sometimes you got to throw everything, including the kitchen sink and a hobble Joe Burrow, at your problem because winning can beget winning and losing certainly begets losing. You got to get that first win, and it changes everything, changes the week, changes the momentum. Um, to hear them get a chance to, to sing the song in the locker room is good. So, again, it, it creates a lot of positive energy over the week, which we haven't had the last couple of weeks. You just feel that kind of hanging over you. Uh, but I thought our guys, you know, managed this game well. It, it starts really with the defense. The defense set the tone for us in the first half while the offense was trying to get their feet underneath them. Um, you know, and so to hold them to, what, six points at halftime, I think it was, and then allow the offense to go out and, and, and start to get some momentum and play with a two-score lead, um, that's the type of football game we're used to playing. Let's go positive-negative. Let's go glass half full, glass half empty. Let's go my worldview, pretty daddy's worldview. Let's let's look at it from, from both from both ways. On the positive side of things, the Bengals salvaged a really important win. A really important win against a Rams team that had been better than we thought they were going to be. That was a requirement for their season to almost certainly not be over. Big win. Zach Taylor just said it. Sometimes you gotta win. On the continued positive side. That defense was awesome. They got to the quarterback. They turned over the opposing quarterback. And a Bengals team that gets the old Joe Burrow back and is in a postseason run or in the postseason, a Bengals team that has that level of a defense, even approaching it, is really threatening and really exciting. We've seen the Bengals make a Super Bowl and make a run to another near Super Bowl in the Joe Burrow era. We know how fearless he's been, even going into Arrowhead, winning one of those games and competing in another in AFC Championship games against the Chiefs. It's largely been the the Joe Burrow show. If you can have a football team that is capable of winning a football game without Joe Burrow, and I know he was on the field last night, but they were without Joe Burrow. They have not had the Joe Burrow that got paid all that money. They have not had the Joe Burrow that has redefined this organization. They have not had the Joe Burrow who is a top two quarterback in the National Football League when he's right. And they still won last night, despite him. That's the good news. If you can hobble along, pun intended, if you can just grit it out as a Cincinnati team, you got the Titans coming up as the next game, then you got Arizona after that, you can get right. You can get to a place where, like, okay, head above water and hopefully Burrow's getting better. That's the glass half full. That's my worldview. But let's pretty deadly this thing. I can't remember how Tom put it. And it was probably accurate, but it was some version of, yeah, the Bengals won, but, man, Joe Burrow wasn't very good there in deep trouble. Is that inaccurate? Yeah, Tom's giving me the the pretty daddy nod. Let me give you some research from our executive producer. Because Burrow, and again, the guy's injured. He's got a calf injury. They forced him out there. 
probably shouldn't have been on the field. He's been dealing with this since late in the summer in July. This has been lingering. Joe Burrow is averaging 4.7 yards per pass attempt this season. Two quarterbacks in the last 20 seasons, started 20 seasons, each of the first three games while averaging fewer yards per attempt. He has been literally historically bad. Or, or at least historically ineffective. The guy still more or less protects the football. And give him credit, he's playing through he's playing through pain. And not just pain, that, that's, that's there. He's physically incapable of being the guy that he's supposed to be. And that is not an easy thing to do. The Bengals and this year's hapless, humiliated Giants team are the only teams that a first-half touchdown on offense this season. Cincinnati has a special teams touchdown, that punt return in the first half. But, but again, this high-powered offense, second entering the season only to the Chiefs in our imagination and the sort of fear that would be conjured from opposing defenses, you could probably throw the Niners in there. And I think a lot of us thought not 70 points, but Miami be good. But that's the level the Bengals were supposed to be at. They've been atrocious. Burrow was 26 for 49 for a season-high 259 yards, and let that sink in. The guy is not effective. He's having trouble playing and performing physically the level he wants. They're not putting points on the board, and he's thrown the ball 50 times. That's the desperation we're talking about. I'm going to give you Burrow's year. This would be a bad single game for Joe Burrow, but his season is he's thrown two touchdown passes, and he's got two picks. That should be a bad game for him. That's a real bad, we're three games into the season. 563 passing yards is 24th in the National Football League. And, and this is the one that really hits. He has completed only 55% of his passes. Ahead of Jordan Love and Zach Wilson, who we know is a jet out of necessity only. And Burrow's only been sacked five times this year. So it's not as if the offensive line has been shockingly porous. Bengals are 28th in points per game. They're 26th in passing yards per game. They're 29th in rushing yards per game. They are not playing at a very high level offensively. And the concern is if Joe Burrow is out there and he can't be effective for another week or two or three, you can lose to the Titans. And I think Mike Vrabel, and I know I'm on this Vrabel train, they're not very good. Then they were disappointing over the weekend. But it's one thing to scheme against Joe Burrow. It's another thing to scheme defensively against a guy who looks like Joe Burrow but can't play like Joe Burrow. You lose that game. You lose to a Cardinals team that shockingly, or at least to most people that don't listen to the show, beat the Cowboys. You lose one of those games, and you get to a point where you're you know, two and three, and Burrow's not really right yet. Then you have Seahawks. Then you have Niners. Then you have Bills. Things get tough. So good for—I'm not mad— that Cincinnati put Joe Burrow out there when he wasn't ready. He's not ready. I respect the fact that dude is tough enough and wants to win. The reality is he is not able to go out there through the pain and the injury and actually be effective. They didn't win because of Joe Burrow yesterday. They won despite him. Now, there's an argument that you don't go to the backup, that Burrow's only turned the ball over twice, that as bad as he's been, he at least is not going to lose you the football game, that he brings a winning mentality even when he can't be a winning football player. And all of that is probably right. It's probably somewhat true. The Bengals saved their season last night by winning that game. There is absolutely no doubt about it. But the season is not salvageable if he doesn't heal in time. 
And that isn't something that he can will his way through. I just gave you all the stats. He can will himself to the football field. He cannot will himself to be the guy that he was. He's not effective. He's not efficient. He can't move the ball. He can't move the chains. Even when he's getting protected, he's getting pretty, his protection's been fairly impressive. He's not Joe Burrow. So you're talking about the Bengals basically putting a band-aid on a season that will only be saved if this guy gets healed in time. The good news is the schedule helps. Titans and Cardinals are not that challenging. They're not. But when we get to October 15th, when we get to a few weeks from now, and you start to roll in a Seattle team, again, not, not, not a world beater, but a good football team. And a Niners team, we'll tell you at the end of the, not the end of the show, the end of the hour, if they're the best team in football. They're up there. And a Bills team that is, whatever. I, again, I, I don't know how many teams I can point to and say I don't believe in the playoffs. I, I kind of believe in the Bills, but I, I don't think they're, they're not going to be at the Super Bowl this year. But that's a really good team. That's a very tough stretch. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Pretty Daddy, I don't want to speak for you. Did I did I properly capture your, good morning, by the way, skepticism, negativity about Joe Burrow and, and the Bengals? Good morning, Bill. Happy Tuesday to you. Uh, yes, yes. Great win, very gutsy performance. They salvaged their season, but I am not optimistic moving forward. This injury, this calf is going to linger. I'm really excited to talk about our our our, our boys' night afternoon out. We went partying together. We ended up <laughs> at a real fancy schmancy place. I'm glad you phrased it afternoon out because I can't even make it to the night. We we hung out from three until about five fifteen when you <laughs> ran out for a train. I literally ran. You were you were shaking at the bar, and I said to you, "Just go, bro." And you were gone. <laughs> You're the roadrunner. Thank you. I gotta go. All right. <laughs> I got attacked by a bartender, kind of. Tom got attacked by an opportunity. There was a lot going on. The menu was in cursive. It was it was all happening. I hate cursive. Cursive is stupid. Can't read it. Can't write in it. Can't read it. Whoever decided to teach kids to write in cursive should be banned from teaching. Everybody discuss our night out, along with the Eagles being really, really good, at least defensively. I'm ready to discuss the Eagles. Yeah, you are. Uh, pretty daddy's night, afternoon on the town, and an Eagles win. That tells us what we knew about Philly was true and what we thought we knew about Baker Mayfield was true. All that is coming up next year on CBS Sports Radio. Do you ever find that just as you're trying to fall asleep, your brain suddenly won't stop talking? Do your thoughts start racing right before bed or other inopportune moments? It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. You know it. I know it. We have all been through some unpredictable times over the past few years, and it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash writer, R-E-I-T-E-R, today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash writer. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. When you think of the expression, play with your food, what comes to mind? Do you think of a cat or a lion or a tiger? What are you thinking of? Oh, I think of myself. What are you talking about? Playing with my food. Like... As a kid, like, moving the food I didn't want to eat on my dinner plate around so it looked like I ate some of it. That's not what that expression means. Playing with your food? No. <laughs> Are you being serious? I'm being literal. Yeah, like, playing with your food. No, play with your food yeah, is in like, a, I get it. Like, a I, I, cat I, yeah. will capture a mouse. You ask me what I think of. And then it'll play with it. It won't kill it. No, I understand. And sometimes the mouse can get away. You asked me what I think of. But you're thinking of the wrong thing in the expression. So it you don't think of any. It wouldn't be the first time. It's true. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome. We, this is stuff is not made up. Welcome back to the show. You know, speaking of Tommy over there with his playing with his food, what do you think of when you think of a banana? Oh, an airplane. Okay, okay. <laughs> you don't understand the exercise. I really, I really made your head hurt there. Ryan Hickey, who used to work on the show that I, when I did the show in the evenings from 6 to 10 Eastern time, uh, Zach Gelb is in that slot now doing a great job. He, Ryan is, is, is Gelb's producer. Ryan Hickey and I had a drink the other night, and Ryan told me that he really thinks you've blossomed personality-wise working with me. And it occurred to me that you've come out of your, not your shell, your D shell. <laughs> oh, you went there. You've come you out there. of your D shell. Is that going to be a segment now? I mean. Is that a thing? It's definitely a thing. It could be a segment. Here's my question to you. Hit me with it. When you went out for said drinks with Trace Ryan Hickey, yes. did you have regular drinks or did you have fancy pants drinks like we had Similar yesterday? vibe to you. We went to a, a garden apartment like bar underneath, right, where you're below the sidewalk in the city. And we walked in, and like at the place you and I went, I'm not doing this on purpose, I believe the menu was also in cursive. Why are menus in cursive? Bill, I have a confession to make. I did not say this to you yesterday. I was very out of my element yesterday. I tried to take us to a place called the Beer Garage. Right, good spot. That's my speed. Belly up to the bar. Yes. I didn't know what the cocktail menu said yesterday. I couldn't even identify the drinks. I would have helped you. <laughs> I didn't want to ask. I just sat there staring at it I blankly. You, you looked... Not knowing what to do. You look so pissed off at me. <laughs> now, in my defense, we we couldn't find anywhere that was open. Nowhere. I knew you were screwed when, when, <laughs> when I saw chocolate Negroni on the menu. It was good. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. 
I had nothing. I literally had to ask the bartender, do you guys have beer? No, you didn't. I had to ask well, the bartender. Yes, I, I was not you out of my D show at that point. No, you weren't. And he didn't like, he like, his whole vibe changed. Hello, gentlemen, I have a bow tie on. There are, there's different citruses and oils. Would you have beer? Yeah. We got Peroni, bro. Let's be honest. I did not fit the vibe of that place whatsoever. I walked in. It was like, I do not belong here. In fairness, I, I before I looked at the menu, I said to you, I'll buy, I'll treat to this thing. And I looked down. Do you know that I ordered a cocktail and then I noticed it was $34? I want a massage <laughs> with my cocktail for $34. <laughs> and then I got sprayed in the face. I was just, we were sitting at the end of the bar. Did you see? I didn't even see it. You didn't even flinch. I didn't see it happen at all. He was doing, I, I don't, I've never been a bartender. You've been a bartender, right? I have not. Okay, me either. So you take the glass and you, you put it on some device that washes the glass. He apparently lifted the glass, but the water, and it sprayed right in my face. I saw you two look at each other. I'm like, oh, no. What is happening right yeah. now? Is this going to be awkward for me? Yeah. I did not see any of that. I, I feel like, because I drink too much, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of, of how to rock a cocktail bar. Give me a dive bar. Give me a cocktail bar. Put that garbage in cursive for whatever reason. Whatever. I can handle it. This guy brought me an, uh, a martini. Okay, thank you. And then he brought a thing of ice with a little thing of lemon in it, like, like a pretzel and lime. And I had to be to the guy like, what is? why is there lemon and lime peel on the ice? If you didn't know what was going on, imagine how I felt. You drop it in, it'll pull the oils out, it'll add citrus. Why don't you make the drink? <laughs> I paid you $34. Just bring me the drink. I don't want to do the work. I can do that at my house when I go home. He was very fancy pants. He was. And I just wanted a beer. Now, we went to your spot I want to go to, and I was so I, – I actually could see this coming, that we were going to end up at some fancy pants place, and you weren't going to like it, and we're never going to hang out again, and Pretty Daddy Magic would end. I knocked and was like, can, basically, can we come in? Let us in. <laughs> I walked into one or two other bars right on the way there that were closed. Like, we can we just – and they're like, no. We open in an hour. <laughs> Go away, day drinkers. Is that a thing, by the way, now? Maybe because it was Monday. That's weird. It was weird. Um, I'm, I'm not going to tell the story that you are word I'm going to tell, but if you want to tell it, you can't. I'm not going to do it to you. I don't even know what it was called, so I can't even tell the story. Do you want me to tell the story? You can tell the story. I don't try new things. That's the I story. I wasn't going to tell it. I you don't... can tell it. It's fine. We go to a fancy place. We sit down. I've never seen this before. I'm going to go back there, get a free one, and leave. And they brought us a Negroni, which is a it is a well known cocktail. It's very good. Apparently, but a, it's well known. a mini Negroni. It was a shot of Negroni in a fancy glass with an orange on top. It was weird for free. Just like here, well, he's like welcome. I have made this, and you refuse to drink it. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey man, you should. And I, he was getting offended. I did not feel welcome there. I did not fit. He, I did not fit in at that he place. He gave you a gift, and you said, and you're so loud. Like, you should drink there. Like, I'm not drinking it. Do you remember before we even Come sat on. down? I got yelled at by the hostess. She was very annoyed with me already. No, I missed she, that. She told us exactly where to sit. We could not pick our own seats. She said the two at the end. She did. And I, yes, she did. She told us exactly where to sit. Oh, I thought that was a suggestion. And I was leaving I was a, space leaving a stool us. in between us because, you know, New York City bar is pretty tight. It wasn't that tight. It was pretty tight. I actually wondered if I'd forgotten deodorant when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she not so kindly came over to me, put her hand on my back and said, please take the one right well, next to him. Oh, if I'd noticed she was rude, I would have just been like, we're out of here. I don't 
think she was rude, but she was annoyed. Like, dude, don't leave a stool in between. You got a free drink and you refused. I just don't understand. I went out with listener Bryce after you for dinner. And I, we, how, you know, he's, he loves you. He's like, how's pretty daddy? And I go, well, we got these free Negronis and he refused to drink it. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah. Like, he's like, didn't you try to get him to? I go, I tried to cajole him, be nice. I told, I told him to be a good bit for the show. And he goes, he goes, I, I, I have a real question. Like, what the hell is wrong with that guy? <laughs> so many things. He calls you the most stubborn person <laughs> in the universe. So why wouldn't you try the free, the free, you can just try it. It was a weird color, orange slice, that does nothing for me. Uh, it was weird. But why didn't you try it? It's weird. It was too weird. All right. Let's get this. Okay. I, I just, you're the Baker I mean, Mayfield hanging out with people. Is it really that good? You're the Baker Mayfield hanging out with people. You think it's going to be cool. You think it's going to be great. And then just something goes wrong that doesn't even make sense. And I turn into a pumpkin. Yeah, he did turn back. Uh, the Eagles. So here's the thing. It's it's the Bengals look bad, but one, right? The Eagles on the on the face of it, do, they dominated the Bucks. And the Bucks are two and zero. So that's a really good win. And their defense, Philly's defense, was outstanding. I mean, they were, and their running game was outstanding. And they that was not really a close game once that Eagles machine got going. But. I didn't think Jalen Hurts, and I was going back and forth, so maybe I I didn't think Jalen Hurts looked that good, man. Oh, he had another rushing touchdown. He's obviously an athletic specimen, but he looks uncomfortable again in the passing game, and I just worry against high-powered offenses that don't have Baker Mayfield as their quarterback and or defenses that are going to be more effective against Philly's run game. They're going to need more from Jalen Hurts. I know they're 3-0. They're outstanding. I just, the Bengals can be better, I think, than their win. And I think the Eagles have to be worried they can be worse than they showed in their in, in, in their in their victory. I will say a small, small defense for Jalen Hurts yesterday was dealing with flu-like symptoms. Their run game was dominant yet again. Can I, can I? Oh, boy. Look, I don't want to pick on anyone, but Stuart Kovacs has, used to have what we call the stew flu. <laughs> stew also used to produce me, right? Oh, I'm going to be sick in three days. I have the stew flu. I am so skeptical of anyone who is sick. I know people get sick, but I also know a lot of people who are like, uh, 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 and then they're at the Cub game or whatever. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is faking. All I'm saying is it's not as if he has been utterly dynamic in the pocket as a passer in the first two wins with the Eagles, and then he had flu-like symptoms. I mean, he had flu-like symptoms. Okay, he also had Jalen Hurts-like symptoms. Again, I, I just I worry a little bit about where he's at because they need him to continue to progress or be the guy he was last year where he was almost the MVP. And obviously they made that Super Bowl. And he was, look, he can do all the things he can do. He's also a, a he can be a stud in terms of throwing the football. And they they need that for that football team to get back where they were last year, which is in competition to win the whole thing. What I'm about to say on the surface is going to sound ridiculous. All right. Since they're undefeated. They're 3-0. When you lose the Super Bowl, can there still be a Super Bowl hangover? No, I think, look, I think, no. I th- I mean, there can be, but I think it depends on the team and the motivation. I, I think, I mean, not to pick on Buffalo, but the Buffalo Bills made Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl and then made another one. They they didn't win. This is in the 90s, but, but it, they were able to make that run. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, now they didn't, make a Super Bowl last year, right? They lost in that AFC Championship game, but they didn't have a, a hangover. They lost the year before, and they got right to the same place, which is, if I'm remembering this properly off the top of my head, against the Chiefs at Arrowhead, and they just couldn't win 
the second time, but there was no there was no hangover. I do think, though, Tom, that it's the disease of more by Pat Riley, and I think this is a little different than a hangover, is where maybe you are so close, you take for granted all the hard work that got you to win in the margins, which you have to do, even if you're going to be a 15-2 and, and two football team's got to win in the margins. A little bit. Uh, I, I don't really want to do a lot of Baker Mayfield talk, but I guess very quickly, he didn't look very good. The Eagles' defense was outstanding. I actually don't... Look, he came back to earth. I don't think it's a big story. Baker Mayfield's not a star quarterback. Baker Mayfield is, at best, a top 15 quarterback. Is that what you're rooting for? You, you want, basically, net zero wins against replacement is what you're after. And when you play a really, really good defense, you have to, if you're a team that has Baker Mayfield as your quarterback, your defense has to be equally good against a better, almost certainly better quarterback. And and the Bucks defense wasn't. I, Baker's not that great. I'm not sweating it. Uh, real quick, do you like my Barcelona shirt? Barcelona shirt, Barcelona hoodie. Could you get, do you want to guess what's happening today? Uh, Barcelona's going to play. Yeah, buddy. If you can tell me who they're playing, I will buy you an Agroni. Clearly, I don't want one. I'll give you a hint. Pat Boyle went there on vacation in the last year. That doesn't help me. Mallorca. Whatsoever. I'm supposed to know that? You don't talk to your colleagues. We had colleagues walking in the door today, and I wish people could see Tom went back into his D shell where just people walk in. Let's let's make up a name. Uh, Johnny. Johnny walks in, and, and Tom just turns in body language. So, hey, good morning, Tom. Tom just... Every person that walks by looks like they stole your candy when you were six or slashed your tires this morning. I have that effect. I have that effect. In fairness, though, we're yeah. at the point where everyone knows. You're mean? <laughs> that I probably don't want to talk to them. Come here. Give me a hug. <laughs> I'm trying to bring you out of your T-shell, okay? I feel like I did a little yesterday. No, we had, we, we had fun. I had fun. I was so pissed off when that dude took that Negroni. Because you're like, oh, I'll drink it at the end. Were you just waiting it out? <laughs> I I saw out of the corner of my eye that he was taking it, and I didn't say anything. Uh, if I had se- and then I tried to get you another one, he wouldn't bring it. I'm like my friend's really sorry. He'd like another. He's never. He'd like to try it. And he's like, and he's just. I'm like, bro, you st- you just sprayed water in my face. You can bring me another free little Negroni thing. It would be wasted on me anyway. It's delicious. How do you know? It's delicious. You remind me of my kid. Is that condescending? In the sense that I remember Henry didn't want chocolate ice cream. And he was so angry. And, and then I shoved it in his face. You know, I like, get it. And then he's like, oh, it's amazing. That's what, If I could have just forced the Negroni down your face, you would have, you would have, your eyes would have lit up and you would have been said, oh, wow. Whole new fancy pants world. Like, that's the thing with fancy pants places. Like, how do they know I want that? Like, it's a free drink. What if I don't like it? <laughs> Well, people like free stuff, and it tastes good, and you walk into a bar. So I think they were like, oh, this this fits. They didn't bring you crow and, like, try this. You'll really, you know, it's not an, a piece of ostrich liver. You went to a cocktail bar, and they brought you a cocktail for free. Yeah, and that, going to a place like that is, you know, it's about the experience, too. And, like, that's not my It speed. was too. It was too fan. The salt is mined in the hills of Andalusia. Please. What meant to bring me a drink? Please just give me a beer. We could not find a single normal bar that was open. <laughs> nope. And we tried. We went like 0 for 8. I like that you, you actually called out the name of the New York bar we wanted to go to. The beer the beer garage? Yeah. Hey, man. And the guy's in there. He's like, you four. Like, put. Dude, that's in 40 minutes. Just unlock the door. 
You can still play Tetris or Wordle on your phone? <laughs> We're not that needy. Man, that, that, that bartender was fancy. The place we had, and he did not like you. <laughs> no, no, and he shouldn't have. <laughs> and then he's like, we have Peroni. And you're like, oh, okay. And he's like, and then after like a minute, he goes, actually, we have another beer. Hey, man, what beers do you have? He only gave you one of the two. He's like, you don't deserve the second half of the beer list. You have an impact on people. I really do. All right, let's um, let's do NFL power rankings, and then we'll do Tom DeCelestino's social rankings. We're gonna do like top five teams in the NFL and top five things that make Decel the Tom Cruise of this radio network. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I did mess with you a little bit. I think the key line that got you today was me saying, I'm a hugger, come here. Put my arms up, and you recoiled. I was just kidding. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you trying to reference that I ignored your first, I don't know, 12 calls this morning? <laughs> I wasn't don't gonna, read into that. I wasn't going to bring it up. Don't read into that. You had my security badge, and I got to <laughs> hang out on the street of New York City for an extra 13 minutes frantically calling your phone. I called other people. No one answered. No one's around. I called everybody. Can I come in the building? On CBS Sports Radio. The favorite part about that is in my yesterday's a desperate attempt to get hold of someone, I called someone who works here, and they were on the Staten Island Ferry. <laughs> and they go, I'll look for him here. <laughs> no sign of him. Have you ever been on the Staten Island Ferry? Uh, no, I don't know that I've ever been to Staten Island. I took my son Henry when we lived here, when we lived in Brooklyn, I was one of the one of the field trip chaperones, and I went on the ferry to and from. It was very fun, and we took a bus back. That's a lie. It wasn't fun, but I do love my kid in the ferry school. I enjoy the ferry as well. I've just never been on the Staten Island ferry. I um, I find this NFL season really interesting. I was, and we'll get to power rankings in a second. I think there's a there's an elite. Right? And, and it may be three teams. It may be four teams. I don't think it's five deep. Then there's a lot of question marks. And where do the Chiefs fit in that? I'm I'm actually starting to get a little worried about their 
receiving game and just what that looks like. We've got multiple divisions where I, someone's going to win that division. The NFC North is probably the, the best example. But I don't know that I believe in any of those teams. Usually there's one. I feel like there's several. I kind of like it. The NFL feels like the only sport where you can have lesser teams than normal, and it's still compelling. If you've got three good baseball teams, people roll their eyes. If you've got three good basketball teams, people roll their eyes. In the NFL, and it's just it's a, it's a juggernaut. So I'm going to go through this, Tom, and I want you to tell me who you maybe I'm, I'm underestimating, or if you think if you were if we're aligned, maybe you can tell me who can push their way up and be better and improve and get here. You ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Come on, pretty daddy. Let's power rankings this thing. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NFL Power Rankings. Number five. All right, I've got the Bills here, and I don't have Buffalo as a shockingly, overwhelmingly dynamic team. They are capable of making and winning a Super Bowl. I don't think they will. Some of that is probably because I've been on the record that I think they had a window that was much wider, and, and they weren't able to get through it then. I think the ASC has has gotten markedly more difficult, and Buffalo has not improved. They're not at the level they were a couple years ago when it felt like they really had an opportunity. There's also a reality that Buffalo has had just abysmal timing and that they are finally, they, they found their quarterback. I think I still think they found their head coach, their culture, and it's in the Patrick Mahomes era. But I'm not going to ignore the fact that it's a really good football team with a high ceiling. They're probably now the best team in that division. What are they? At two and one, they're looking like the team I think most supporters thought they were going to be. Oh, the Dolphins are in that division. They're the second best team in that division. Number four. This is a hard one for me. And I'll be, Tom, I'll be curious where you think these guys belong. Because I don't think the Chiefs have played well. And I don't know if winning, even if you score 40 points against the Chicago Bears, technically counts as an impressive victory. And I am worried about the receiving core. Now, there's a Taylor Swift lift. And maybe I don't believe in the the guaranteed true love of, of, of Tay-Tay and Kelsey, but whatever. She's going to the games. There's a magic in that. She's a modern-day sorceress in a good way. And I still, and maybe it's lazy by me, Maybe my certainty that the Chiefs are going to win when it matters and figure it out because I always see them play with their food. That doesn't mean move the peas and the mashed potatoes around, Tom. <laughs> means they're a big cat playing with little mice, and sometimes the mice get away, okay? Maybe that catches up to them, and maybe that mentality that I have that just presumes they're going to be fine reflects their own presumption. And once you start thinking you can do it just because you have in the past, things go away. I, that said, I still think Mahomes is Mahomes. I still think those receivers are going to catch the ball when it's thrown to them eventually. Travis Kelsey is back, right? He did. He, he had been out a little bit, hanging out with, with, with Tay-Tay and being, being hurt. Chris Jones is back. This team has made, what is it? Have, not four. They've made three of the last four Super Bowls. They've won two of them? Is that? I mean, come on. They're the Chiefs. They're going to be fine. Number three. All right, now I think we get to the actual elite. I've got the Eagles here. I've got the Eagles maybe a little bit lower than some people would argue they should be. And I could certainly be proven wrong. And it's legitimately true and obviously accurate that they made a Super Bowl last year. They have brought in a running back who has been nothing short of exceptional with that offensive line. The defense has been exquisite. 
And Jalen Hurts is still every week, including last night on Monday Night Football, doing things that have him compared to the same course that Cam Newton was on with his legs. I mean, the guy's awesome. I talked about it at the start of the show. I worry about the passing game a little bit. It's nitpicking at the elite level. They're really good. I just don't know that they're quite at the level, even in the NFC as this team. Number two. You want to talk about a Brock Purdy? I'm in. I'm 100% in. He's legit. It's real. The Niners remind me of the Rams when a couple years ago the Rams won that Super Bowl in that they are loaded with talented players. Ridiculously. There, there are probably few teams in the NFL where just if you just assessed a talented football player that would have, you know, the top five players on the football field, the Niners against most teams probably have three or four of those guys. I'm just talking pure talent. Christian McCaffrey, pure talent. Bosa, pure talent. I even think on talent, George Kittle, pure talent. And there's other guys, too. They've got a quarterback that works. They've got an offensive-minded head coach like Sean McVay who's finally found the right instrument to execute his offense. He's got a defense. They've, they've, they've got absolutely everything, and they would have. Again, not a shot at the Eagles. Sounds like I'm taking shots at the Eagles. Eagles were awesome last year. Eagles are awesome this year. The Niners win that game if they have a quarterback last year, and they play in the Super Bowl. So I know the Eagles are the, are the team in the NFC that made the Super Bowl, but the Niners, to me, are at the exact same level, and I think they're playing better football this year. Number one. Team whose division I forgot that they play in because they're so good. I can't even keep my brain straight. I mean, are you mad at me for putting Dolphins number one? They just—I know it's the Broncos. Seventy points. They whooped him for. They put seventy points on the board. Also, can everybody who said that Mike McDaniel ran up the score shut up? Two things: one, it's the National Football League. Deal with it. And two, and I think there may be something to this. If he ran the score up, good. Good. Sean Payton called out another former head coach. Somebody was going to respond. And Sean Payton had publicly said Tua wasn't good enough. Both of those might warrant. And it doesn't have to be Mike McDaniel. It can also just be the the backup quarterback threw a touchdown. They had four rushing touchdowns. I mean, there was a lot. The guys aren't going to fall down in the third quarter. They're not going to stop. Every time you're on the football field, you're going to try. You're going to put effort in. Honorable mention. So I've got the Cowboys here. I know they're still talented. This is just to appease the, the pretty daddies. They're going to win a bunch of games, but we told you last week they were an illusion in terms of being elite. And because the Cowboys always cooperate in that respect, they showed you against Arizona. Don't forget when they beat whoever the Giants again or whoever the Jets or they win some game against a good team, they're not that good. But they're good enough to be honorably mentioned. At least you tried. This one doesn't go to the Bears. I don't have it. At least you don't try. You didn't try. But if we did, this would be them. The end. I'll do one more. Better luck next time. So I wonder if I, I, I thought about the Browns actually in the top five. I, I just I want to see more Tom. And I do think Deshaun Watson didn't look like like a hundred percent. My concern is the leap that he made. My concern is someone who wants him to fail. The leap that he made from week two to week three. I. I I feel like maybe he's going to get there. Who did I miss here? Anybody that you think I missed or that could be on this list in three or four weeks? 
I think maybe not for top five, but maybe for honorable mention, or as you just said, maybe in a couple weeks. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is good enough to make up for Kenny Pickett's shortcomings that they will warrant being, if not on this list, very close to on this list. Yeah, I, Pickett has like played bad in some games, and he's played serviceably well in other games. What about De- we haven't talked about DeAndre Swift, by the way, who is the dynamic, dynamic running back for the Eagles who came from Detroit last year. It's been amazing. Do you like the Kelsey Swift jokes that were everywhere? Because <laughs> he is not Taylor Swift, but he's a Swift. And Jason Kelsey is not dating Taylor Swift. He is the brother of the person who appears to be dating Taylor Swift. Do I like the jokes? No, I don't. You don't. I feel like they're taking shots at Travis and Taylor. And as we learned yesterday, I am all about this power couple. You, know, you are emotionally committed. I'm actually trying to protect you. It's not going to work out, probably. This is exactly what I told you about the Chicago Bears. This is. I'm just telling you that I have Swifties in my house that I raise. They have been invested in previous Tay-Tay relationships. Those relationships haven't made. I mean, it just. It doesn't mean I need to root against it, though. I'm not rooting against it. I'm just telling you that it's not probably going to last. And it can't. It can't be true love three weeks in, man. Love at first sight? Do you believe in love at first sight? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Because the look on your face every time something happens you don't like is is disgusted. You're more of a disgusted (laughs) first sight kind of guy. That happens to me a lot. I think the Ravens are interesting as a team to keep an eye on. I really want to go with, I, I wish there was an NFC North team that I thought could be good. And I I wanted to be Detroit, but they've been really lackluster, and Jared Goff has not gotten back to that level, I think, that, that we all expected. The Commanders got exposed. Don't believe in the Cowboys. The Bucks aren't for real. Maybe Seattle? Like, am I... They feel they're a nine and eight team, is what they are. There's a lot of parity. There's a lot of jumbled up teams who are right there at two and one who are gonna be like, oh, I think they're a five hundred team. They'll be really close to a wild card team. I'm not really sure about them right now. I, I mean, this is old. This is old. But if Aaron Rodgers hadn't gotten hurt, the Jets would be right in that. Their defense is so good, and they look. They are, but not just their defense. They have. I mean, they are. That's a talent football team. They look. They are so demoralized. Zach Wilson's career ended, I think, when Aaron Rodgers' season ended, because you don't come back from this. His rehabilitation, his attempts to learn under Rodgers, he needed that year or two to have a fighting chance. Baker Mayfield won a playoff game and was a successful quarterback, and he is now fighting to belong in the National Football League at least as a starter. There is no, there is no Zach Wilson future. Oh, you know the team that I think can make the list is the Jags. I'm not. I know they're one and two. It's been bad, but it's been bad. But maybe they just should put up pictures of Urban Meyer, remind them what can happen if they don't, they don't start winning. Let's talk some college football with Houston Nutt, our buddy, college football analyst, former SEC coach. Next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 